our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls That Business, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me is Maya, an entrepreneur in the making. Maya, we have had so much great feedback on the last few episodes that have come out, and honestly, I'm just so happy that so many people are like, not just listening in, but listening in and liking it, because you never know. Yeah, definitely. Kelda Sim, I didn't cringe when I heard the first episode, so I'm very happy about that, especially this being a new co-papa, a new topic, a new territory for me. So I'm, I'm really pleased. So thank you. It's always really scary, like trialing something new. So guys, like huge shout out to Maya. She's done amazingly. But I mean, I feel like you should know that, like... Maya and I are the kind of the friends we used to meet up every week and then we would just be sitting and talking until like 1am and then we would like turn up to work together in like seven hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah and I think the only reason why we would stop talking is because we're like oh we've got to get up in like six and a half hours we like we got to go to bed. Someone would have to tell us someone yeah. would have to be like listen. It, <laughs> it usually was actually we'd be like Sorry to interrupt, but it's actually like 1.30. I've got to go. <laughs> so this week, Maya, we're going to be talking about how to go viral on TikTok and help your side hustle grow, which is, a, I would say, a passion of mine. Like TikTok was not a social media platform that was natural to me. So there was a point in time when I knew nothing about it. It made no sense to me. It was so confusing. And then since then, I've been able to have a few videos go viral. I think the top one was like 11 million. We've had a few in the millions and it's just been a really interesting learning. What's like a learning curve? So I can't wait to answer as many questions as you have about TikTok because I'm sure you've got a few up your sleeve. I have so many Sim. I'm... Oh, you're going to hate this, but I'm one of those people who watches TikTok on Instagram. (laughs) So I watch all of the videos at least a month behind and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So I actually really need help with TikTok and understanding it. I just thought it was a place for, you know, pretty people to dance and that's obviously evolved now, but I kind of haven't gotten out of that mentality of it kind of being a rangatahi, like a youth 
um, adolescent platform. So I really need some help with shifting that mindset. So thanks, Sim. First of all, are you a grandma? Like you talk about the youth as if you're not like in your 20s. Um, second of all, downloading the app is probably step one. So at least we've got that out out of the, you know, yes. out of the way. I've got that out of the way. I have an account name and I know how to use it. Oh my gosh, I sound old. I know how to use it a lot more from, do you remember last time I came like to your house was probably like six months ago. I was honestly clueless. Was that six months ago? I, around about. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. that much, but it was a while ago. And then since then, what's been the progress? I have a TikTok account and I know how to like <laughs> search things. Anyway, let's not talk about how much of a grandma I am with TikTok. And I would like to know how can TikTok benefit a business? Oh, okay. That is probably the greatest place to start because if you're going to like spend all this time and energy learning like how to use it, it's probably worth knowing like what impact it can have on you. The reason why or the reason how TikTok can help your business is you can reach so many people in a very niched down way and have so much success. There's what I like to call TikTok businesses. And so these are businesses that maybe aren't well known. They are just starting out. They're often like young founders or founders that are tech savvy. And when I say tech savvy, I mean like they can hold their phone and video a day in their life and share it. And all it takes Like they can post these kind of videos like behind the scenes of my art business or behind the scenes of my clay business or behind the scenes of my computer business or like clothing business or podcast. It can be a behind the scenes of anything. And all it takes is one video to resonate with the audience. That one video blows up and everyone then, you've got all these leads. Leads are in simple terms. When someone who's not a customer yet becomes closer to being your customer so a way to get a lead back in the day would be like a billboard ad like call me if you want lawyer services and then if someone calls you that's a lead from the billboard ad so leads from tiktok are very high because you're reaching these people you're like touching their hearts with something entertaining or interesting or viral and then they all click on your tiktok profile being like who is this lady or what is this product this is so cool They see the link in the bio and then they go and buy it. And people have sold out their entire inventory, inventory um, meaning like their entire stock of whatever they have from one viral TikTok. An example of something even like recently was there was this girl, this is recorded a a few weeks ahead, guys. So it'll be a few weeks after, but there was this girl the other day who had a video that she made where she was like standing behind her dad going, my dad wrote this novel. It's like a scary novel from 14 years ago. And he never really sold a lot of like books on Amazon. Guys helped me like make this video go viral. And his book became, I kid you not, the number one selling book on Amazon. On Amazon. Number one. Because everyone just like got behind it. and was like, this is so cool. Let's help out this old man. And it was just... Like, do you see what I mean? Like, it can change your business. Yeah, and that exact, I saw that literally today and watched it today. Cringe through Instagram, but (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was just so wholesome. So that 
is a perfect example, you would say, is how TikTok can benefit a business. There's also this skincare company called MyGlow2. It's an Australian skincare company and they took off during COVID. They were probably one of my first examples of just two people being like, hey, this is a behind the scenes of our company and here's us just packaging it. So you know those like, not called like umphas or anything, but there's the, they're like for the fluffy gloves that you use to like exfoliate your skin oh yes oh my gosh I think I have that yeah (laughs) is it black theirs is pink but I'm sure they have lots of variations it's like this pink and white cylinder bottle you would definitely have seen it on TikTok a few years ago when it started but they grew their business so rapidly because of their social media success another example is Monday Hair Care so they Mm -hmm. are a New Zealand based company the pretty pink one yeah from New Zealand small company but they became huge on TikTok and now they're all across the States. I was in Amsterdam and they were in this like little grocery store that I was at. I was like, this is insane. And obviously good products help and other branding and marketing and shipping and stuff, but people aren't even going to know your brand exists without reaching them. And where are they all right now? TikTok. Mm, Okay. And do you think... On TikTok, I see there are businesses for skincare, for activewear, for fitness and recipes and stuff like that. But do you think there's a business that doesn't fit on TikTok? So like can TikTok cheapen a brand? There are a few and I've, I do some social media consulting like on the side that I've just continued to do for the last few years because I've loved it. But there's one of them is like a property development company. And so that's really hard to do because I, I'll i be like, hey, here's these trends that you should do. And they're like these men in suits. And they're like, Simran, I can't jump up and like do this trend because that like our customers are going to be like, I can't take this guy seriously. Like I'm dealing with a million dollar project. Like I don't want people to like walk away from me because I look silly. So I think there's ways that it can cheapen a brand. But if you look at real estate agents, like I can never pronounce his surname, but like Ryan Sennart, he's the guy from Million Dollar Listing New York. And he uses TikTok really well because he was once saying, he was famous on this TV show. And then this kid came up to him and said, oh, like, I know you, my mom watches you on TV. And he was like, damn, I'm not reaching these kids. They know me because I'm this old guy that their mom watches. So now I have to jump on TikTok. And so he's selling $10 million apartments, but he's still doing it in a tasteful way. So yes and no, but even like doctors are on TikTok and it's just a way of like finding your boundaries, but you can accidentally cheapen your brand on TikTok but there's examples of brands doing great things. Would you say it's about the content you post? So for instance, I probably wouldn't take a I don't know, a lawyer as seriously if they were doing, you know, the real catchy dances or kind of real kind of cringy young things like you know that they're trying to appeal to to a younger crowd and it's just missing the mark. So would you say in that aspect content is really important when using TikTok to remain professional? Yeah, absolutely. Like there are examples where older, I don't want to just say older people, but like professionals will use TikTok and they use it in a way where they're providing value to you, but they're like 
demonstrating it in a way that's still young and hip. And I think as long as you're giving value, as long as someone can walk away from that TikTok and be like, oh, I learned something, they're not going to feel as cringe about it. Whereas if you're just doing a dance for the sake of the dance, fair enough, that kind of can cheapen a brand. But if you're dancing and also sharing like the three most helpful rules or like if you get pulled over, like these are your rights, which is honestly a weird one, but those kind of things can help. I mean, I'd I'd watch that just out of intrigue. So how do you think TikTok differs from other social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook? These are some great questions. I would say the way that I look at TikTok is that if you're imagining and like, remember the idea of leads again. So Mm -hmm. leads are people that have never heard of you that have suddenly become interested in your brand and are going to inquire and learn more, whether that's like signing up to your newsletter or actually buying a product or just emailing you to ask questions. So the leads that you get from Instagram are different because these people have a relationship with you. On Instagram, if someone finds you, they will follow you and then you will show up on their newsfeed or their stories because they've made a conscious effort to follow you. So you've got someone that's more of like a warmer lead. There's someone that's warmed up to you. They've maybe seen your story, seen you around, and they kind of know what you're about. Whenever they see your content, they have context. They're like, oh, she's talking about money because this is her brand. With Twitter, it's just text. So people don't develop that emotional relationship with you. It's just words. They don't see what you look like mm-hmm. besides your little icon. They don't see your background. They don't see the charisma you have or lack of charisma that you have. It's quite two dimensional. Yeah. Like if you're there being like, I made a billion dollars. Here's my five key morning habits. Like those kind of things do well on Twitter. It's very finance bro-y, but that's just also because that's the kind of people I follow, unfortunately. The way that TikTok is different is that people don't know you. And so you are dealing with the coldest form of leads, which means people are recommended to see your stuff based off their interests, but they have no attachment to you. They have no context. If you're, like in my case, talking about money, they might be like, oh, she seems a bit scammy. Like, who is this girl and why is she teaching me about shares? So you have to like gain trust more than anything else because you're almost like proving yourself so to speak but the benefit of tiktok is you're reaching targeted people you're reaching people that would be interested in your content and once you hit the sweet spot and you make content that goes viral like it changes your business one time i made a video just off the whim it was like filmed in my bedroom it was after work like when i used to live near you and That video just took off, hit a million views, put our podcast on like the number one business chart in the States, in the UK, in Canada, in Australia, like, and that was from one video. Wow. Okay. So there's more virality, if that's a word, there's more virality with TikTok as opposed to the other platforms. Yes. People on TikTok that are good at TikTok find it hard to grow on Instagram. Like TikTok is just easier to get more famous okay and so last week we spoke about instagram and we spoke about the instagram formulas that you use would you say the formula is different to tiktok 
For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone, and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach, and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. A hundred percent. And okay. it took me so long to get this. This is like three years worth of trial and error that I want to share. Saves you listening three years of back and forth Please. and embarrassing yourself. <laughs> but yeah, you cannot use the same formula on Instagram that you use on TikTok. You cannot make videos for Instagram and then repurpose them for TikTok. Even like recording a podcast and taking podcast snippets and putting them on TikTok are a hit and miss. The way that TikTok works is they will promote videos that encourage people to stay on the platform. So that looks like three things. One, if your video is shareable, if someone goes, this is a great TikTok, I'm going to send it to my cousin and my cousin's going to click on it and then my cousin is going to come back into the app. That's good. So if your video is something people can share and be like, oh my God, this is you, haha, that does really well. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing that does really well is videos that can harness people's engagement all the way to the end of the video. And so that's why you'll see TikTok videos where people will do a very clean loop. And so you almost forget when the video ends and starts again. Do you know what I mean? I do. And then I end up re-watching it because I'm like, oh, it's finished. But I usually always watch them again to to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, so they love that because again, it's encouraging people to stay on. But the third thing that TikTok really values and probably the most important thing is information that is like just either helpful or entertaining. If you are funny, lean into that. If you can provide useful information that seems like it's coming from a genuine person and not like a salesman pitch, then lean into that. So if funny content is easy, I'm not very funny, so I can't use that. I have to be like someone that provides value in other ways. <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> and so that kind of content does well. So you'll notice that the content that performs best is not me with a professional camera and professional editing. That doesn't do well. It's when I grab my camera, I sit in my car, and I look like I'm a normal person that's just had a thought and I whipped up my camera and I shared this groundbreaking thought. That is what kills it on TikTok. Like, it's so interesting but people will pretend to be like eating their breakfast and then put their cereal bowl down and be like okay so I've just started trying out this new product and it's like changed my life and it's like done on purpose to make it seem like you're sitting with them and they're just talking to you mm. 
Hmm, that is so interesting. And now that you actually highlight that, I'm just thinking about to some of the videos that I've seen of yours and I'm like, actually, no, she is in a car and that they have done really well. And that I can see the difference between TikTok and Instagram where Instagram is typically a lot more polished with the lights and and prepared and stuff like that where Instagram is more off the cuff to be more relatable. Yeah, TikTok is definitely... It like pushes authenticity. So if you're there raw and real and or at least you come across raw and real and authentic, that does better. Like when I would consult with my clients, I would say, don't use that professional camera, like get your iPhone out and record on that. Like whatever you're going to say, do it on an iPhone, do it while you're walking down the street. And that has worked like wonders for them. I love the word authenticity. It's quite a common theme within creating content on social media. Sim, how do you prepare content for TikTok as an educational investing platform? So what I do is I used to just come up with an idea and post it and just like go off the whim. And that's what I did for a year and a half. And that did not work. I mean, it worked like, for example, the viral video that one time and a lot of other viral videos, but that would burn me out because I would constantly feel like I had to come up with ideas. And so what I do now, which I was taught by a friend who also does great TikToks. I was kind of like, hey, like, can you explain to me what you do? Because your videos like always hit And he explained having like a setup on Notion or you can do it on Excel or even just on a piece of paper where you write down whenever you have an idea, you just write the ideas down. And for each idea, you have a script. And so the script includes five hooks, like five different Mm. hooks that you can have when you start. What are hooks? So when you speak in the video, the script can be broken up into three parts. The hook, which is the thing that captures or hooks people's attention as they're scrolling. So imagine you're scrolling. What does someone have to say to you in a video for you to be like, hmm, that's interesting. I'll watch Mm -hmm. it. So something like, here are the three things I would not buy again as a millionaire. Or this is the top credit card that I use that is like, help me in 2023. Like that's what a hook is. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, what is she saying? Then you get to the meat. And the meat means that you share instantly the information you don't fluff people around you don't mess them around if you're going to give them three tips give it to them straight away and then the final part of the script is the call to action and if you're trying to get more followers you say hey if you want more of this you know what to do and you point it like the follow button or hey if you want to learn more subscribe to the newsletter or check out this product or head to our website like It's wherever you want to send people, that's the call to action or the CTA at the end. So you've got your hook, then you've got your meet, Mm -hmm. then you've got your call. And so what he would do is for each idea he would have, he would have a template where you write five hook options like, hmm, I really want to talk about Apple's shares dropping. And so my like hook options could be like, here is exactly why Apple's shares are like falling down. Or like another one could be like, What do you need to know about Apple's shares plummeting? And so I will write a few to see which one's the best. Mm -hmm. Then I just write out like what I'm going to say for the tips or or the information. And then if there's a call to action. So this is all done in one day. So one day I do all of the scripts. Then another day I film all of them. I've got all these scripts out. So I'm like, I just know what I need to say. And I film it and I say it. And then I 
fourth day, I just edit them all. And so I've got videos ready for next week to post. Oh, okay. So there's no burnout because you have a structure in place that fosters your creativity and is more productive for you? Absolutely. Like your time blocking, like, you know, like today I'm just going to sit on my computer and I'm going to be writing scripts or I'm sitting on my computer and I'm editing or I am in the studio and I'm going to wear a, n- a nice top and like maybe brush my hair because I'm going to be <laughs> filming today. Maybe, maybe brush your hair. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard of quarter action, but I've never heard of the other two. So that was very useful. So I have one more part. I have one more question, Sim. And so what are your top tips for people creating a business on TikTok? Where should they start? I have to say, like, I completely understand the fear of getting started. It is so hard. And maybe we could like chat about that for a second. It is so hard to put yourself out there with Instagram because it's like static and it's just pictures. I feel like it's easier to share content because you're not being as vulnerable. But with TikTok, it's like your face. And unfortunately, it always ends up getting shared to your family and friends. Like it always (laughs) reaches the people you don't want it to reach. And I had a friend who she made such great TikToks and I hope she keeps making them. She would do like day in the life of being a med student. And I thought they were so funny and so interesting And then I think someone like mentioned it to her at work and she just like disabled the entire account. Like it was so embarrassing for her. Right. And as an everyday person, I'm like, I loved your stuff. And like, I'm sure the person that brought it up to her was probably just like curious as opposed to, oh my God, like, I can't believe you're making TikToks. But the thing is, everything is cringe until it's not. Like every creator, when they started and their hometown was like watching their videos, everyone thought they were cringe. Like I'm sure people thought we were cringe. In fact, I know people thought we were, but then as soon as like you get past that and you keep creating content, then it does well. And then they're like, oh, that's awesome. Like I always supported her. I can totally relate to that. I was similar with this podcast and, you know, there's just something about hearing your own voice when you're you're not used to it. And then also coupled with the knowing that there is a community behind this and there are actually people listening was a little bit frightening, but also I would rather, you know, cringe and get over that and say what I would like to say and be here because I really enjoy this than not. So I really hope that your friend gets back into making TikToks if they want to. Yeah, no, she got back into it and I'm so happy she did. And like, we've all been there. We've all felt the shame, the embarrassment. Like, it's just, there's so many funny stories. Like I made a TikTok and it was just me like fixing up my house and the like audio was Priyanka Chopra being like, you've got to be financially independent. Like you've got to have your own money. You can't rely on your dad. You can't rely on your brother. You can't rely on your husband. And it was just real cool. And it was just like, you know, me like putting the tiles in my kitchen, getting all like DIY. And then my relative put it in the family group chat, like no context. They didn't even (laughs) say like, is this you? Is this great? Like no context, oh, just linked to the TikTok. They just went oh, 100, 100. And I was like, kill me. <laughs> kill me. 
Oh, no. Yeah, that's hilarious. I can feel your embarrassment from here. But it's also, like you said, Sim, it's also really important for us to overcome those because we shouldn't let other people dictate what we do if we enjoy something. And because with TikTok, I actually have been deterred because I'm like, I don't want to like, what if I look stupid videoing myself? <laughs> also, like, how do I do this stuff? Ugh. I think it's so valid. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no one's going to care because I'm sure there will be people like realistically, there will be people that think we're cringe or there will be people that are like, what is she doing? Like, is this the right move? But my view on it is all and every single post I've made on TikTok has been educational. It has been to help someone. And so if it's cringy, but it's making an impact or just changing someone's view or teaching them something, then I'm okay with that. If I was making cringy videos that were very like flaunting of, I don't know, my lifestyle or making people feel bad or like dissing other people, then yeah, maybe I would feel negatively about my online presence. But if you're doing good, what's the harm? And the positive exactly of tiktok of your videos going viral and your business taking a whole new turn and literally your life changing overnight those pros outweigh the cons of like your hometown thinking you're a little bit cringe exactly and also i think feeling cringe within yourself and getting used to seeing yourself on video and listening to yourself is different to other people's like judgment and stuff like that so that's a nice little motivating little corded awesome little speech thank you <laughs> that's what I'm here for if you need any other financial or business related speeches I mean this is what a podcast is right like mm. it's just us talking yeah but did you have any final questions on TikTok do you have any final quick tips that you recommend for people starting out feeling a little bit fuckama, feeling a little bit embarrassed or cringy, but, you know, feeling the fear and doing it anyway? What are some quick tips? One tip, you don't have to put your face on TikTok. So if you're someone that's like, I want to go viral on TikTok or grow my business, you don't have to put your face on. You can get a tripod Get your camera to face your desk, like uh, looking down uh, at your yeah. desk and you doing things with your hands. Like if you've got a painting doing business, if you've got a cooking business, like you're just moving and then you do a voiceover. And that's a great way to grow your brand as well. So if that's what your fear is, start there. They don't hate it. I mean, ideally TikToks with faces do well, but they also still love voiceover something interesting a, a terrible customer review that you like had to fight like something that keeps people engaged you can still grow that way so no excuses download the app first of all <laughs> scroll a little bit get a feel for it make a tiktok and it might take a year or two it took us a bit of time to about three years to get the hang of it but i'm glad we did it okay cool well, I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up. But if you're enjoying these business episodes, let us know if you have any business related questions. As you can tell, nothing is off limits. Maya and I are very happy to share our experiences from both sides mm -hmm. of the coin. And I'll see you next week, Maya. Thank you. Kakite. Bye, Sam. Bye.
And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Gilza Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Gilza Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Gilza Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.